Hello, my deep state agents. This episode of Dragging the Table is brought to you by Official Clothing. Official Clothing is a hip-hop streetwear brand out of Tucson, Arizona, brought to you by the Homie Casual. And if you want the finest in hip-hop streetwear, that's hats, shirts, accessories, jewelry, pins, the limited edition hashtag no offense bracelet, you can go to OHFISHL.com right now, and when you get to checkout, put in promo code TABLEDRAGGER for 25% off your first order. Official clothing. Live by your own rules. Thank you, Kaz. This episode is also brought to you by Sleep Terror Clothing. Sleep Terror Clothing is a dark lifestyle brand creating bold occult and tattoo-inspired clothing, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and art prints. You can also get the new Leviathan Cross Beard Oil. Get sulfur or salt or mercury. Hey, I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to judge your beard. Does it have Leviathan Cross Beard Oil on it? It should. Go to sleepterrorclothing.com right now and use promo code TABLEDRAGGER to get 15% off your first order, including Leviathan Cross Beard Oil. Sleep Terror Clothing. Follow your own path. Thank you, John. If you like any of the music you hear on this show, the intro, the outro, that is done by Culla. Not specifically for the show, but he puts his music out there for free. And if you go to C-U-L-L-A-H.com, that's Culla.com, you can download anything from his entire discography for free. That is correct. You heard me right, free. And he's about to come out with his newest album called Half. And he puts out an album every year, and this will be the album that denotes, denotes, or however you say the, the word correctly, uh, half of his life. He's been putting out albums for half of his whole life. So, if you would like to donate to that project, you can go to cullah.com slash 2021 and do such a thing if you please. You can also check out The Untrained Eye. It's a podcast I do with my wife, Beth, and it's a very good show if I do say so myself. Uh, I am not biased, even though I am one of the two hosts. I do think it's a good show that you will thoroughly enjoy, so check that out. This episode is with Chris Wetzke, Jason Almy, and Adam Simmons collectively making the creatures of the night. I really enjoyed this podcast. It was really fun. We ended up talking for a long time afterwards as well. Uh, I love these guys. I'm glad that they were on with me, and I'm glad they put me through the full gauntlet of everything that you would imagine they would put me through. Uh, so please enjoy this episode with the Creatures of the Night. And we're live. And we're live. Mental abuse. That's what we do here at Dragging the Table Industries. A fundamental part of your day. Good day, creatures of the night. How are you all this fine night? It is nighttime. Hey, bud. I'm feeling good. It's nighttime. Nighttime is the right time. We're here. We're here to play. Chris, how you doing? I'm not going to let you skip out on this. Real good. It's nice to be doing a creatures back at night because we most recently were the creatures of the afternoon. Yeah, that wasn't as much fun. Daytime. Not significantly less fun. Yeah. Daytime threw me. 
I don't like this light is doing right now. I'm sorry for your live viewers who are having to watch me fiddle with this thing. Get your no, turn it up. Right. Put it up. There you go. Yeah, oh. now it's good. It's pointing towards. Yeah, now it's good. Now. Okay, yeah, okay, that's good. Your head is gigantic. Thank you. I'm glad we waited to do this for one minute after we went live. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I mean, I can start this right now. This can be the new beginning. We can do whatever we want. This is the magic of audio. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. That's the magic of nope. audio, motherfuckers. Nope, that is not true. Jason just put out a conspiracy. Only the untrained <laughs> eye. <laughs> that's, that does happen to be what we do. I mean, this is conspiracy theory time. This is conspiracy theory night. Let's get with it. What are we here for, guys? Come that's on, right. Man. What are we here for? You know, this show is not under the umbrella of the uh, the inner circle, right? We do. We're taking over, by the way. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're here. Good luck controlling us. Listen, I'll just take this episode off and let this be your guys' side bonus episode of Creatures of the Night. We can start with Trump as a time traveler or a son or whatever. Baron uh, Trump. And Baron we can, Trump, yeah, his son. That's fine. Uh, what if he is his son? And he's like time traveling right now. He's like hanging no, out. They wouldn't be able to touch each other, or they would. Are we sure about that? As a rule, continuum lapse, and they would fucking unravel time. Like I've heard about that, but I've also heard that it's like okay to time travel and fuck yourself. I'm from uh, who? As as from who? Was it from your time traveling doppelganger? Was it an old man <laughs> that had a beard that was like, "I'm Jason Ami from the future. We should totally yeah. bang." Yeah, I totally blew him. Cochico River. Yeah, right by the Cochico River. Shit. <laughs> he was like, go dogs. Spit that load right in Cochico, man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me back on uh dragging the table, dude. This is just Hey, no problem. I figured why not get the three powerhouses back on on one uh powerhouse episode. How does that work out for you? Pretty good. I feel like we're going to explode the internet. We're going to start some new conspiracies tonight. We're going to get maybe one figured out. I just tried to start one. What do you think we're the closest to figuring out? Like what conspiracy besides aliens? Don't say aliens. Everyone's going to say aliens. What are we on the cusp? Do you think of being revealed to us? We were pretty damn close to Jeffrey Epstein and then COVID happened. Yeah. And uh, 9-11 was pretty, I mean, 9-11 really, like, it's figured out, you know? Gislaine, I think we're going to find something out from something from Gislaine. I was going to say, Gislaine still lives for the moment, so. Yeah. One of her court documents is going to get unsealed or something like that. Some crazy evidence is going to come to light, and we're going to learn a few things when we look at these court documents or, or something like that, and I think that might might even like blow some people's minds like jeff epstein is still alive like pulls his like joe biden like pulls the skin like mission impossible 2 just pulls like his mask off and it's like his skin but he's like jeffrey epstein underneath he just starts touching everybody inappropriately <laughs> and that's why he got away with it it wasn't for you meddling kids 100 100 and he pardons himself because he's president now and so he's like, hey, by the way, Epstein's good because I am Epstein because I'm also Biden. And I did the old switcheroo on you guys. Thought I was dead. You voted for me to be the 47th president of the United States of America. Boom. I just heard today that they think that Don or I'm sorry, uh, people are OK now with Joe Biden. Some people, some QAnon people are because they think he has now, 
the new QAnon or he has taken up the mantle where mm-hmm. Donald Trump left off. Mm-hmm. What here's the thing, Dej. When when conspiracy theories don't have any weight to them, they always change it when it doesn't come true. Yeah, January the twenty twelve. Yeah, exactly. For real. Well, that doesn't mean this. That means this. Well, maybe we interpreted it wrong. Maybe it's actually yeah. this, and then that placates them to the next fucking thing. It's just like jumping from rock to rock to rock. That's <laughs> when you know that there's no no actual juice. Well, that's why I like your show because it's not like I was telling you before, Chris. Like it's I am not conspiracy theory guy, like really at all. Uh, but the reason I like your like this creatures of the night show is because. You guys take it seriously, but it's not, I'm not sad at the end of one of your episodes. You know what I mean? Like I listen to tinfoil hats and I'm like, all I'm thinking about is all the dead children. Uh, and that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. They're just like, there's dead kids everywhere. Look under you. You just stepped on a dead child. That's crazy, right? You're a bad person. All right. Yeah, the episode's I mean, that, over. That's like, that's like uh, operation number one for us is to hang out and have fun. It's not. Absolutely. Like we're not we're not trying to crack open like the gates of Thermopylae with a crowbar and those crowbars are Jason Almy's ponytail. You know what I mean? Like it, we're we're basically just trying to like talk shit and have fun. That's why we're like, oh, Baron Trump is a he would it Chris say it the the time portal that Bigfoot uses to jump dimensions and like vortex the energy vortex in the in the pacific northwest and i was completely i was a passenger behind my eyes as those words were coming out of my mouth that was all on the fly that was the most fluid fluent thing i've ever heard you say and i like listen back to it often just to be like oh my god (laughs) but here's i knew it here's the really is eloquent like anyone that delivers these messages, if you say it with a straight face and conviction, people are like, oh, my God, the dots are connecting. And I'm like, I'm literally making this up as I go. Um, but the point is, is that we're basically just making shit up. We're having fun. And then, you know, unlike things that we feel need a little bit more investigation, we we're not here to answer questions. We're really here to help. our listeners know what the questions are to further their pursuit of knowledge. You know what I mean? So like on our nine 11 episode, we came with more answers than we answered. And we ended that episode with more answers than we answered. And we're going to do the same thing with JFK. We're going to do the same thing with, um, you know, DB Cooper or any other kind of weird conspiracy that, uh, you know, the Baron Trump thing as silly as it is, it's just, you know, like big interdimensional time and all this other stuff so like we just want to ask questions to kind of like get some gears moving yeah it's like um people. when you were a teenager like every time you got stoned when you were like 16 or whatever and like hanging out with your your dumb stoner buddies that got stoned with you you'd have these crazy off the wall conversations but it wasn't about anybody getting depressed it wasn't about anybody forking over money to some organization so we could stop the QAnons from doing something with the baby dicks or whatever i don't understand that one but anyway the idea is that you do have fun this shit used to be fun it should be fun so what adam said is 100 we're here to have fun we're here to talk some crazy shit yeah but that shouldn't be a job or a chore we should fucking have a ball like talking crazy shit and so that's yeah. what we're here for it does like a episode. Your straight up, just be silly bitches. Exactly. 
Well, DJ, you're exactly right, though. It does wear on you. Like, if I'll wait until, like, my move used to be when we recorded Creatures on Fridays to save up, like, three or four tinfoil hats and then just listen to them all in a row during the day and get my mind right, you know, get in that frame of mind. Mm -hmm. But it got to be, like you said, like, you by the end, you just, like, like you feel like there's this just weight on you. Like, oh my God, is the world really ending? Is the, mm -hmm. are the globalists and the Jesuits really converging on the fucking capital right now? Like, is everything happening? Are the lizards emerging from the hole in, the, in Antarctica? What's happening? Tell me what's happening. I can't take it. Why am I even concerned with going to work today? Yeah, you don't want to fuck with Chris's blood pressure. I just <laughs> saw it spike to like 180 over 100 just now. That shit ain't good for him. Don't fuck with him. Don't fuck with my boo. I'm, I'm fragile. Well, and that's why like his heart is like seventy five percent pork chop. So, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tables have turned here, sir. DJ's on my side. All right, I told you the dick riding stops now. <laughs> hey, the South shall rise again, or whatever you racist pieces of shit say down there. <laughs> hey, I'm from Georgia too. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm a one you man army. I don't give a fuck. Hey, check this out. He's from Georgia, but he's somehow from further south than we are. Yeah, because that's what actually race are. That's what I'm saying. But that's Chris. That's what I like about what you bring to the show is more of the like. It's funny because I know Adam. You are like the you have the psychedelic experiences as well. But like your uh, space cookie adventure, Chris has uh, like you know you've talked about it a bunch. It's it's on the show. Like it's it brought you to where you are now. But like that like. You know, who shot Kennedy or what angle or was it a Secret Service guy? Like, I'm interested in that what? enough for if, like, someone else knows a lot about it, I want to hear it. But, like, the thing that I like a lot is is hearing not only about, like, the experiences of, like, are we in are we just in this one dimension alone? Are there many dimensions? Is the, the, the government conspiracy that I like is the one that they are making things illegal so that we can't, you know, ascend to the next level and become the, uh, you know, righteous being that we were always. That's meant not to a conspiracy. Be. That's just like <laughs> fact. That's why, would you make yeah, that's fact. why would it be illegal for me to pump my body full of steroids five years ago? That's bullshit. I'd be able to put on them fucking steroids in my body if I want to and get swole. They well, want to hear from a rod. The, next level um, the problem with fucker. your steroids is that they don't alter your mind and dissolve. No, they alter the my mind. Tremble and alter your mind. I was ready to beat the shit and fuck. Look, I don't care what woodwind instruments you play. It doesn't matter. It doesn't dissolve what you think about authority. Mush shrooms and lsd and dmt and things of that nature are like yo why is that dude in charge of me like you got blood yeah. i got blood like i don't need why don't you just stop being a fucking dickhead and let me buy all the guns and let gay people get married dude fucking smarter than him why is he in charge of me chris who a fifth grader you ain't jeff foxworthy <laughs> bitch yeah yes Yes, Dominic, I'm here. No, I'm just fighting because I like one thing I notice about the show is like I will say to myself sometimes I'm like, they're not going to let Chris talk this episode. I don't think I don't think Chris is going to be allowed to talk. Uh, and then 45 minutes in, you're like, well, and then you'll have 20 minutes of things to say. So I would <laughs> I've become quite the counter puncher. He would take notes with these guys if he knew how to read. That's true. It does not actually say hashtag no offense behind you, Chris. <laughs> God damn it. So I'm a little leaner. No, I've 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 relished the role of uh, quote unquote producer of this show just because 
these two stray cats need somebody to to herd them, and I'll be that guy. And I mean, like, hey, every big three, somebody's got to be in third, right? Like, I will be Dennis Rodman. I still get a ring, so fucking whatever. So, what has been the like? And we need it. <laughs> so, since you're basically, I I don't know. Would you say you're like the newest to being into conspiracies, Chris? Yes, because I was official story Jones on the regular stuff like the 9-11s and the uh, the things of that nature up until recently. I was always into the fringe paranormal stuff like the, the cryptids and the aliens and the things like that. Like that's always what, what tickled me. But then seeing how they wove together, you know, like 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 the two other gentlemen here were uh were alluding to you know the government is keeping things Ill illegal to prohibit us from from getting to the supernatural so mm -hmm. there it's, it's kind of you know to uh uh what am i trying to say it's all connected basically you know and that's what what uh, the cookies what did it i mean the cookie shook something loose and then we talked to nick hinton and then that sh you know continued the thing and then from there on we just you know i took the ball and that should decalcified your pineal gland, dog. So, I well, yeah, I, mean, the, I'm, I went from, you know, believing 9 11 was just a bunch of people with box cutters to having out of body experiences in a float tank. I mean, like, that's a 400 milligrams of THC will do that to you, Johnny. <laughs> that, that's a long, a long gap in between those two, two things, you know? So, out of everything that Adam and Jason have brought to you, like, what has been the thing that has blown your mind the most? Like the thing, oh, I'll say it like this, the thing that you now believe that you never thought you would believe. Like if you, if three years or four years ago, you would talk to you now, you'd be like, bro, this guy has lost it. Well, they didn't, they didn't bring it to me directly, but indirectly where I am now with my thoughts on death. And like, you'll hear it a lot in, in my most recent episodes, like near death experience and all this. I spent the last year of my life thinking I was going to die. I thought 100% that 39 was my last year in this existence. I was going to die at 40. And then the last 30 days or so of that year, there were a lot of instances where I'm like, like in moments of clarity saying, this is it. Like I'm here. This is it. Okay. I guess this is how it happens. And I've, I've learned, you know, how to deal with that. And I'm very comfortable with it now in what I've learned. So I guess like indirectly, they've kind of given that to me directly. I'd say probably 9-11. Just because, I mean, that's the one that I always just thought was, you know, goddamn those Middle Easterners, they're coming over here trying to fuck with our liberties. And then, you know, Adam was like, no, it wasn't. It was actually George W. And I'll tell you why. So is there anything that any of you like used to believe uh, highly, but believe less now? Like a conspiracy that you were like convinced was true that now you're like, ah, now that I've looked more into it, I don't know if this is what I thought it was. Um, for me, I mean, the, the dam breaking realistically, cause like in 2010, uh, is when I inadvertently smoked <laughs> and I like, I went, I went full interdimensional for six months. Your internet crapped out right at the best part when you enter, enter, uh, inadvert inadvertently smoked what? Peyote. <laughs> okay, thank you. Clearly, just for, for the record, months. just so everyone can can hear that. Yeah, yeah, no. So I was I was intentionally using a substance, uh, and it I didn't know it had peyote in it. So that shit just took my brain and went and fucking turned it inside out on itself, and I went interdimensional for like six months. Yeah, and then coming out of that, 
uh, I was just hanging out in my friend's basement one day, and my best friend Sweet D came up to me, and he was we're like, smoking an L, I'm playing Mortal Kombat or whatever. And um, he goes, fucking Bush. I'm like, what? He goes, can't believe you killed all those fucking people. I'm like, oh, with the drone strike? He goes, fucking 9-11, man. I went, what? And he goes, Bush did 9-11, bro? And I went, huh? So then we just fucking went down into a rabbit hole, and I was super, I was like, and you, you, you see, like, if it was like, um, what do they call a montage? It's me sitting at a table and then like the documents piling up in my brain and being put in the filing cabinets and other shit being ripped out. It's like Limp biscuit lyrics, like LFO, like O Town, taking out all the fucking early 2000s music and I'm just jamming in the shit that you should have known about at that time. And fucking LFO, like, huh? like, oh fuck. And then from that point forward, I was like, oh, okay, like if they could do the Gulf of Tonkin and then they can do the shit with cuba like they could do anything right so Where can I get some of that shit you were smoking because i would really i would pay good uh, money. it's called happy shaman uh <laughs> and it used to be sold as spice in yeah. 2010 and 2011 you at did like 7-11s and gas stations yeah and there's one called pink tiger and that was the one that i smoked the most often oh shit that sounds awesome yeah it was pretty really, awesome you really are a florida man why don't you just quit yeah. the bullshit and come back? I mean, look at me. Come on, man. <laughs> I know. I used to believe in look, big born in the swamp. It's not like a Jason. I don't, I don't tell you. I don't think there's any Bigfoots. I used to believe in Bigfoots like a long time ago, like when I was a kid. I'm talking about like ten years old. Ten year old Jason, circa nineteen ninety feet. Yeah. I, I don't think Bigfoots is real. I, I mean I used to think Bigfoots was real, but I was young and dumb back then and nowadays i'm young uh, well i'm less young but i'm still dumb and i don't full of cum. yeah can we be can we be a little pc here for dj and at least refer to them as big feet come on man i think what what I said. I said they're called big feet they're called bigfoots usain bigfoot is those very those racially people. insensitive to the interdimensional yetis that are dwelling in seattle okay i'll tell you one thing i don't care about inter inter interdimensional yetis that dwell in seattle i i feel like they or don't the international so it's not possible to be racially insensitive towards something that doesn't exist that's like me being racist against green people there's no green people there are there's actually blue people they're called the arcturians read a book fucker. Well, i'm racist against those assholes i don't like those kind at all i don't like those people at all and i hope Joe Biden builds a wall the around Arcturians. the fucking Octarians can't fucking get in here. Listen, listen to me. For some reason, wrote a yak in Tibet. Hey, there's no reason to be pedantic. <laughs> you, you, should, you should know about Yetis, okay? You should have I wrote a, a yak in Tibet. I also ate a yak in Tibet. Did I tell you I had a yak burger? That's a conflict of interest. That's a conflict of interest. Delicious. It was I don't like so that. Delicious. I don't like that at all. But didn't like you learn? Didn't, didn't some like higher Shaolin master teach you about the legends of the Yeti no. when you were there? I, mean, I was in China so long, I would have sucked DJ's dick if it tasted like a hot dog when he came. I was so ready for some fucking American food after fucking weeks of eating fish with the eyeballs. And the Asian kid at my table is like, I get the eyeballs. I'm like, we've been here for weeks and not once have I ever tried to arm wrestle you over the fish eyeballs. They're all fucking yours, bro. Just like they were yesterday and the day before. You get all the fucking fish eyeballs, bro. I'm not going to fight with you about fish eyeballs the entire time we're in mainland China, you son of a bitch. 
So when they presented me with a yak burger, I about sucked that man's dick because I was like, give me that fucking yak burger. It's got cheese on it. It's got it's on a bun. They even got ketchup in this bitch. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, while the, all this is uh, interesting, you're dodging the question about the fucking Yetis. Okay. DJ's dick and yaks are very nice, but I, I believe I asked you a direct question. I don't think DJ's dick at all. I'm looking at his face. <laughs> I imagine that his penis is very not attractive. I'm sorry. I, maybe Beth can correct me, but I imagine he's, almost kind of like a he's got like an old man's penis like 40 years in advance. Like he's pre-ordered. He like reserved an old man's penis. I feel like he got an old dick. So wait, is he born with a 20-year-old dick? I think his dick was like already twenty five when he was born. So He's got like a reverse damn. Benjamin Button yeah. situation going on. <laughs> Only on his dick. <laughs> Only on his dick. <laughs> Wait, Only that would mean it gets smaller and younger the the older I get. Yeah, when he's, when he's seventy, he's gonna have this little baby dick with no hair on it. <laughs> damn, he was the fucking hit of the party dick. over Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's island when he was seven. Then, huh? <laughs> damn, we a seven year old with a thirty year old dick. Yep. We did used to take trips in the middle of the night. So I don't know. I think I grew up in Florida, not too far. So Chris, what did you want me to say <laughs> about, about yaks or yetis or what? I just, I find it hard to believe that you spent so much time in the, in the Orient and that you didn't speak to, you didn't speak to some speak high ranking Shaolin master that gave you the mystical right. legend of the Yeti and you know how to unlock right. potential. I find that hard to believe because I, I, you thirst for knowledge. You're one, you're a fucking Lord Two, You've got five master's degrees. C you've got fucking many steel books that, you know, okay. like all these things coupled together. I know that you are on a quest for knowledge and you value education. So how did you make it out of the Orient without talking to the Shaolin master about the fucking Yetis? I mean, when, when we were at the Shaolin temple, which we were, I, I wasn't there for the Yetis. I was there for the Kung Fu. So good. <laughs> I wasn't there for the Yetis. If I ever go back to the Shaolin Temple, I'll, so, so when, you're, I the, when I went to the Potato Palace in Tibet, where the Dalai Lama used to hang out, the Potato Palace, <laughs> it's the Patala Palace. I'm being totally insensitive. Chris made me do it. It's the Patala Palace, but he calls it the Potato Palace because he's racist to Tibetans. You son of a bitch. I don't know what your problem is with Tibetans. You live in Florida. I doubt you've ever met a Tibetan. I love Tibet. Um, Fucking BC boys kick ass, dude. Whatever. So anyway, we talked about like Buddha and shit. We weren't we were like we weren't talking about yetis. We were talking okay, about okay. enlightenment okay. and shit, like meditation and fucking okay, good, good. And shit. Good. So let's run. Why you have a ponytail? What did they tell you about the, the meditation and the enlightenment? What what was the 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 uh the the lesson there? Because even though you were there for the kung fu, you should have stayed for the spirituals as an iron fist. Well, yeah. What what would you learn? The Shaolin was for the Kung Fu, but then when we went to Tibet, that was for the spiritualism. And I learned that if you sit quietly in a corner facing an old tapestry that's like 1,400 years old and smells like Buddha's nutsack, then you will become enlightened after long enough. And I didn't have enough money to hang out there any longer, so I don't get to be enlightened. How about this? I propose this to all of you, all, th all three of you. DJ, you're included in this too. Got it. Say, I say we give up all of our worldly possessions and we just show up on a mountainside like Doctor Strange and we just go and we learn how to unlock the yeah. mysteries of the universe together. There, yeah. the four of us will become the new Avengers. I want to do that really bad. I want to do that really bad. I definitely am not just going to come scoop up all your stuff when you guys leave. 100%. Um, <laughs> the person who has the least amount to lose if we do that, I'm not in. <laughs> 
my wife won't let you have this tapestry though because she loves it too much so you, you won't <laughs> let you have that you can have the rest of my stuff all of my steel books she hates but she loves this tapestry too much Ooh, can i have your nintendos i'll take a picture uh, of that and just get a sleeve tattoo of that on me so i can take it with me still yeah you're coming with us though adam me and chris yeah, but i want the nintendos we're gonna be the creatures of the the mountain the mountaintop oh. Yeah, Mount Songshan or whatever is the there's a mountain right behind Yeti Yetis of the Potato Palace. Yeah. So the real yep. question is, do you think there were never big feet, or do you think they just all died or went home to their, uh, their home dimension? I don't think they had a, a home dimension because I don't really th I don't really believe in that, but I do think that there might have been something that resembled a Yeti or a Bigfoot, and yet it does not exist anymore because it, it is dead. So well, if you've ever listened to Joe Rogan ever, you know, Gigantopithecus was a thing and they have bones yeah. that and that's probably what it was based on. Correct. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. But it still pains me to hear you say you don't believe in all that when it comes to interdimensional anything. I mean, like, I'm not saying I don't believe in interdimensional. I literally anything. just did roll the tape. I, I said, I don't believe in that for the Yeti, but I'm trying to share my screen. I wanted to show you the Potato Palace, but it doesn't look like I can. I played Civilization, dude. I know what the Patella Palace is, man. I had to make it. It's a wonder. Well, it's for it's for all of the people watching on YouTube right now. I'm just trying to make this educational shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see why you got to criticize me for trying to share my life experiences with people while I'm still here on this planet. So, yeah, that's the Potato Palace. Let me zoom in on this Potato Palace a little bit more. It so you look like, like a potato. You I went and hung out right there. That was where I was hanging out when, when I was in Tibet. And the sky in Tibet is so fucking blue. Let me tell you, there's a conspiracy. Here's a fucking conspiracy <laughs> for you, okay? Because the sky everywhere else, except for the, the one place in the world that has the highest fucking elevation, and I guess that's not a conspiracy. That's just science. It's fucking the sky is so blue. I've never seen yeah, a sky. kind of like Big Feet being interdimensional. It's just science. I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe in interdimensional anything. I was trying to say, I was trying to communicate that I don't believe that Bigfoot himself is interdimensional. Listen, yeah, I'm not closing the door on any interdimensional anything. I'm closing the door on Bigfoot being interdimensional himself. I think that there probably was some kind of gigantopithecus and that people you, skeletons you, or whatever. And you're discounting the likelihood of him being able to utilize some sort of interdimensional portal that may or may yeah. not be in portland maybe when george bush went into iraq in the 90s and yep. got stargate he yep. stored it in uh, portland shit. okay in washington where no one can find it because it's incredibly difficult to go through those woods mm -hmm. and then that's the portal that fucking bigfoot used what say you now you question. fucking uneducated son of a bitch question does does george w bush corral the bigfoot and push him through the stargate or did they just oh, I'm sorry, did I, did I say george w i meant senior okay well regardless does one of the bushes push the the yeti through the stargate or does the they just leave it on and the yeti like stumbles through because i'm not imagining the yeti is as smart as i am i think it's a big dumb lumbering beast something more akin to chris and if you leave the stargate on and he wanders through then maybe but i don't believe that the yeti is like building a stargate himself or infiltrating a government base that has a stargate so that he can have access to it and i don't think no, what i'm saying is that if there is one yeti you, do you build cell phones yourself? You still have access to them and know how to use them. No, but I don't think a Yeti is smart enough for that shit either. I don't think he can oh, yeah. build them, and I don't think he can use them. I don't think he yeah, can. What's harder, sending an email or walking through a door?
I, I still think you got to have some smarts to turn the fucking thing on. They don't. Did they leave it on for him and just leave the whole fucking government facility unlocked for the Yeti to come? Use it like thing? a whole gang of fucking wolves didn't come by, fucking start sniffing around because it smelled like fucking yak shit. Then they were just like, <laughs> I push the button. Speaking of yak, I smelled like, yeah, like yak shit for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I taught these little Tibetan kids how to say bad words, and everybody with me, all of the other Americans, thought I was a horrible person because I taught these fucking are. I, I taught these Tibetan kids every racial and ethnic slur, slur I've ever learned, and everybody thought I was a bad person. But I'm like, look, they don't fucking know. What what do you? I mean, what do you want from me? It's Tibet. They don't fucking know. You, you think there's like an American out there that's saying like whatever the racial slur for like a, a Chinese person is in the Tibetan language and any of us would be offended. I'm like, who cares that the little Tibetan kid is saying motherfucker cocksucker because it doesn't matter because nobody in fucking Tibet knows that he's saying something really horrible. He's going to call him a cocksucker. Fuck Bono. He ought to call him a cocksucker. Look, if Jack O'Neill is in the middle of the forest in Portland and inadvertently leaves it on the Stargate SG one. Okay. Uh and watching that because it's on Netflix. Should I watch that? I thought yeah. about it. <laughs> I thought, you know? the movie kicks ass. I thought about watching it. Dude, I love that movie. Fucking Kurt Russell's my dude. Hell yeah. Yo, you guys are what was that fucking it was it was a TV show of uh, being under, oh, was it Sequest? Y'all motherfuckers remember Sequest? Sequest DSV? Hell yeah, motherfucker. Dude, yeah. the dude had the fucking, uh, he had the gills on his ribs and shit. And he used that to swim around cool. and they were like, hey, yo, shark boy, go talk to that dolphin. He was like, <laughs> and <they were> fucking. <laughs> you remember that? Is that a thing, Sequest? <laughs> I think Sequest is a DJ, you know this already, but this is a very accurate representation of what the three of us bring to the table. So, I mean, I'm, I'm so stoked that you asked us here for your listeners to, to get a taste of this. I am too. Like that is what it's been actually kind of nice. Like I, even if I had a bunch of questions written down, which I do not, uh, I definitely wouldn't have been able to get to any of them. Uh, yeah. And that works out perfectly. Like I love you know what? That's not what I thought it was. Sequest DSV. What's the cartoon one? What's oh, it was based on that's that. That's Lab 2021. Uh, that's exactly oh, yeah, that's what I was lab. thinking of. <laughs> that's hey, me. Oh, I am Murphy. Nobody touched my stash. What was that little kid's name? There was a kid in that, too. He was Johnny like Quest. all the in the 90s. <laughs> oh, he was like Jonathan Tickertal in them? Jonathan no. Brandis. Brandis. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was, that was that kid. He didn't do nothing after that. Fucking home improvement. He, he died. He died because he killed what? himself. <laughs> That's what he did. Oh, well, he <laughs> died by killing himself. <laughs> Shit. Bummer. Like that kid from fucking Sidekicks. Yeah. The kid from si yeah, by the way, if that's not one of the most insensitive movies ever to be created, a fake <laughs> wheelchair kid, I don't know what is. Wait, Sidekicks is is insensitive. I haven't seen it in about twenty five years. Isn't that where he like at the very end is like I can stand up out of this wheelchair and do karate, even though I was my back is. Uh, am I thinking of the wrong movie? Wasn't it Chuck Norris and Jonathan yeah, Brandis? Neverending Story. Yeah, Neverending yes. Story kid. Yeah, it's the kid from Neverending Story. Super dead. He was handsome. killed himself a long time ago. That dude killed himself. He hung himself. Really gives Corey Feldman a little bit of credibility. Yeah, that guy yeah. killing himself. Yep. Yep. He was in that group, group though. I feel like they all had the same haircut. Uh, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas group. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. He would have come back for the revival of the sidekicks film into a Netflix short series. He can't come back from the dead, Jay. No, but I mean, he could have if he hadn't. He through seance. I'm trying to say. And, and why don't you believe that, Chris? Why don't you believe that he could reincorporate, recorporate his. Oh, dude, I do. I 100% do. Wait until you. I mean, if you listen to my podcast, I don't know if you, you subscribe to my show, Jason. No, I don't. I unsubscribe. If you hear the latest episode, we talked about it. I watched this new series on, on Netflix called Surviving Death. And one of the episodes is it blew me away, man. These kids were talking about who they were in their past lives and shit. And it was like spot on. I'm not sure I believe in that stuff either. Watch it, dude. I'm telling you. You don't no, believe in anything fun because you like having not a good time. You don't believe in past <laughs> sure. lives at all? How could you not believe in past lives? What were you doing in Tibet? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. DJ raises a good point. I'm not sure that I believe that people recall their past lives accurately. But if if I am a good Buddhist, then I do believe in the cycle of life and death. And so what about meditating on past life regret, like doing a past life regression or something along those lines? Like I'm pretty sure my, my local priest said that that was the devil's work. And that was a hurt. Yeah, well, last so time Buddhist, I believed so. the priest is when I got a finger in my ass. Oh, you're a Catholic. I see. No, actually. I too was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. I too have loose morals. Uh, DJ, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Yeah, I buddy. I am, like I said, I am not conspiracy theory guy. Like, I don't. Uh, That's not what I asked. He's an official. I don't. I don't know. Like, it's funny because I tried to think about like what my favorite conspiracy theory would be. But I honestly, like, I know it's the boring, dumb answer, but like, that's like, it's part of the reason why you are the only conspiracy theory show I listen to, because I genuinely mostly had up to you guys had no interest in it because it was all like just depressing. So I, I am depressed enough on my own. uh, So I don't need extra (laughs) in my life. Um, So that's where your show comes in handy. But like, honestly, I don't know, like. What was it? I watched, I'll say this. This isn't my favorite, but it is conspiracy theory related. I watched for the first time the Zapruder film. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, And actually saw, uh, I never actually saw JFK like that. I didn't realize they like what footage they had and how uh, graphic it was. That's pretty bad. Got it all over his henchmen. Seeing it like that, I will tell you this, like, if anything, there should be a conspiracy about his wife being able to see that and then just moving on like normal. Like, I don't know that I could see my loved one's brains spilled all over the chair next to me as I'm still holding them and be okay. <laughs> I'm not sure she was okay. Was she okay? After that? Uh, she was I in mean, the I, okay. Hmm. This chocolate tastes uh, like weed, by the way. I say okay. I, I, I say that looks dangerously intoxicating. <laughs> We're about to have a fun show tonight, dog. I'm not when I say okay, I, I I guess I'm using that too broadly. I just mean like I would if they were like, listen, you have to be uh you have to be out there and you have to still represent the Kennedy family in whatever kind of a way. Like I just couldn't do it. Like there would you would never see me again. Well, here's the thing, though, dude. She was part of the Onassis family, which, uh, I mean, I don't have a great knowledge on the whole situation, but I would like to think is one of those families of prominence, at least in America. So it's not a stretch to think that, like, she might be connected to some of, like, the world families, you know, like the the Rockefellers and the Bilderbergs and all that, you know, 
globalist domination stuff. So maybe quite possibly she was an op. I mean, listen, the, that is my, that is my own version of a conspiracy theory, I guess is, is that maybe she wasn't in on it, but, uh, she knew something was going to happen because I just, I just, again, I just can't be, if that happened to a stranger that I knew, I would be devastated for the rest of my life, let alone the person that I was, you know, supposed to be in love with. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, but he was like fucking all sort of pussy in the White House, and she knew about and that. Dude, he might also yeah, be. Dude, like, he, was, he was fucking dudes and chicks everywhere. Like they had like little portals underneath the the Lincoln Library and shit that they would go through. And, and are we a hundred percent convinced yeah, that she was not in on that as well? Maybe you think she fucked yeah. Marilyn and, and kill Marilyn? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, none of that. CIA off her like a motherfucker because she was banging JFK and Bobby. And they were both like, you know, pillow talking up like oh, these goddamn Cubans, uh, blah, 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 paperclip and this. And yeah, we know that Hitler's down in fucking Chile right now. Don't worry about it. And they she just got fucking I mean, she was she's historically batshit crazy. So she just went off the rails at one party one time. And some dude was like, <laughs> come with me. Bang. Dropped her off in the fucking <laughs> covered in fucking pills and then fucking called it a day. Like, oh, it's so tragic. She died at 27. <laughs> well, do you think, like, much like the alien stuff is being dripped out now, do you think any of you mm. think that, like, stuff, like, longstanding conspiracies like that, not like what we just talked about, but, like, anything surrounding JFK uh, or even Martin Luther King or any kind of, the, anything like that, do you think anything, any information like that will eventually start to uh, be dripped out or come out in one, you know, one broad stroke, anything like that? Well, the thing about it is, and uh, Chris can attest to this because this is his favorite thing to say, is that uh, when they do things, when so this is kind of like it has to do with like Saturnism and Satanism, like the religion in which most of the world leader groups follow. Uh, when they do things to discuss and also go to liquiddeath.com and use the word swiping. Uh, so when they go and they um, they do things like they they manipulate stats or they off somebody, they gotta um, they have to give you clues and stuff like that and put it right in your face. So they may like drop it. They someone that is the great grandkid, some CIA operative, uh, just writes a book and the book is about a president dying because the government's killed him and they're just like, oh, see, there's the proof. There it is. We said it. We changed his name to fucking bfk that's his name uh you know what i mean they just do something along those lines so there i mean none of that there's tons and tons of documents out there and and little bits of evidence here and there there's a whole lot of uh line and dot connecting that you have to do but i mean i'm pretty sure like the even like osama bin laden working for the cia like there are photos with him with george George Bush's father, like mm-hmm. Bush senior and bin Laden, like together in the same room, both holding guns, like, Oh, he works for the CIA. And then like what? 30 years later, he just decides that he wants to fly planes into, you know, I'm sorry, I'm opening a can of worms here, no, but the okay. point is, is that there are, <laughs> there are dots that can be connected if you are going to look. But the thing is, is that like, you know, with the Super Bowl coming up or the pandemic or, you know, like maybe your kid gets, you know, hits a home run and then the dude at fucking Pizza Hut's not wearing a mask and you get an argument with him or 
you know, toilet paper shortage or, you know, Oprah does this or Kim K and Kanye break up. There's all these fucking distractions that are coming at you that you are going to your your brain is built to care more about. So they're just like, let's just fucking throw this stuff out there. Nobody's going to care because Kim and Kanye broke up. Like, does anyone still talk about that? No, because he fucked Jeffree Star. Allegedly, that was like hot for like two days. And Jeffree Star came and was like, no, never mind. Like, what information are they sliding in underneath the table? Um, even like that, even like the, were being, the, the documents being released, that was tacked onto the end of the COVID relief fund thing. So like, yeah. why was that on like page 149 of a, of a bill that's about, um, stimulus checks? I mean, like, how are the two related? And they do that shit all the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, but eventually like once this, all this freedom of information act shit gets passed and, and some documents get released, I mean, yeah, it might go under the radar at first. You might not know they came out because they don't put like a movie trailer up or some shit like that saying it now now showing. But it's like people, there's organizations that search for this shit often enough that they, they come across them, like some of them CIA documents about Mars and shit like that. I mean, it took them a little while, but people got wise to the fact that this stuff is now available. And once it's out there on the internet, especially, it doesn't ever come back in. I just feel like the CIA has got so much history of of destroying documents Yes. Even though they know they don't, they're not supposed to, they shouldn't be, but they know that if there's only three people that know about this shit and two of them are dead and we burn all the documents, subpoena me all you want. I'll go testify in front of a grand jury. It doesn't fucking matter because I ain't saying shit. The two other dudes that knew it killed themselves with two bullets to the back of their head while I was there watching wearing gloves and a mask and all the documents that I wasn't supposed to burn. I burned and you don't know I did it because you didn't know the fucking documents existed. So you're going to subpoena them to get the evidence that they got, but you don't know what they got. And they know you don't know what they got. And they burn half the shit that they got or three quarters of the shit they got. So they know you're never going to be able to prove that they had shit that you don't know about because they burned it. Nobody ever fucking knows. They're living inside all three of your heads right now and probably mine too. And they're fucking doing everything. When you pee, that's them holding your dick. They do everything through your brain. So what is and that the, being said, listen to the Creatures of the Night podcast. Please. Jason on me, everybody. Yes, indeed. So what but what is the what is the point of like in the way of because are you specifically right now, was that about the documents about aliens coming out? Yeah, I mentioned that obliquely with the Mars documents. And sometimes I even think that this is a fugazi, because you know the CIA's main thing is international. It's not it's not they're not supposed to operate on U.S. soil. They're all international. CIA is about intelligence on other countries. What is Russia doing? That's what the 50s and the 60s were about. If you were in the CIA, that was your whole, that was your bread and butter, right? What are they doing fucking around with Mars? First of all, they got to investigate it just in case it is real. The CIA doesn't think this shit is real, but they got to look into it because if they, if it does turn out to be real, that like one in a billion chance that it does, it is real that you can use your mind to travel one million years ago on Mars and Russia gets it first, we're fucked. B, the extra benefit is that we look into this shit and then we got all these reams of paperwork of weird psychics who did way too many drugs in the 60s then to think that they can go to Mars and then we... Um, secretly released some of that shit to a double operative in Russia and Russia thinks that they're getting documents from the United States. They're pouring over this 
fucking Martian bullshit from a million years ago. And meanwhile, we're over here doing something else. It's the fucking magician shit where it's like, oh, look over here. We're visiting Martians. And then CIA is meanwhile, they're over here like fucking MK Ultra, you shit and fucking with people's brains and dosing them on LSD and burning a whole bunch of fucking documents on actual fucking shit that they did that they weren't supposed to do while everyone's like, oh, fucking Martians. You know what I'm saying? It's what Chris was saying. It's all about like the fucking optics and you never know what is real. Holy shit. How, but, here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that we did already. But Jay, Jay, here's the thing though, man. Like you said about actual things that are happening. Stand to, to think for two seconds that the actual things that were happening are the fucking Martian things and all the bullshit with the fucking Russia and this and that. That's all the bullshit. And they want you yeah, to think right. so they want you to think it's so yeah. important. Oh my God, Donald Trump yeah. this and Joe Biden that. Do you think for one second that like any of that shit fucking matters in the slightest? Well, they've got nuclear code, so it kind of, yeah, it kind of does matter. I don't want to get blown off. Okay, so blow up the fucking sim, and then we'll spawn somewhere else in our next fucking life, Jay. I'll look for you there, too. Unless it's not a fucking sim. It stands to reason that this is some fucking form of a simulation, okay? So hold on real quick. I wanted to extrapolate on that the other day when we were hanging out on the plunge, but then it got a little too Hunter and Riley. Um <laughs> You're welcome. I think that um, I'm vaccinized. <laughs> Dude, I'm back. Fucking dick riding season's back on. Come on. Say what <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> uh, so I, the more I think about it, the more I think that we are in a simulation, but I don't think it's a computer simulation. I think it, or if it is, it's some sort of like organic simulation where like, um, Eastern medicine and mysticism and Buddhism and like yeah. respawning and the the coming back into in your soul and things of that nature. I think that's and there the it is. Okay, so like the more you think about it, like isn't that what living in a simulation is? Right, and that's what that's what I kind of touched on that day too. Like coming um, back as a tree and then living for three hundred years and then dying and then coming back as a dog and then coming back as a human and then like let me ask you this though adam and i don't know if it's interdimensional i don't know if it's going course. through parallel universes i don't think it's like i i think that it has to do with like the linear points in time and like yeah. the skipping of gener the dimensions like you know there's 30 dimensions or whatever and you have 38 opportunities to do you think in and out at different points of time but you can't be at the same place both times you know what i mean so you as a tree is like back 200 years this way but you as a dog is like 400 years. You know what I mean? You could be on the same timeline, but you can't That's be in I'm the saying. same timeline in the same point in two different, you know what I mean? Like what if, but what if you could, what if it was like, what if, what if time is like the ultimate, no, they would be in parallel dimensions. So you could be in, in dimension 39 and what 38. The multiverse is still part of like one verse. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I, when I'm a tree, Maybe I'm also the dog pissing on the tree. Maybe I am. What if, what if I, mean, I got reincarnated in my life? Can you get reincarnated in the past? Like, what if I, what if in 90 years I pass away as Jason Almy in the year 2100 and then I'm reincarnated in the year 1600 as Christopher Columbus? Is that possible? Could I get reincarnated? It would be, it would be different dimensions. So dimensions aren't linear because they're stacked and they're, they're diagonal and horizontal and i think time so, is like sasquatch they, they neither one exists i don't think time exists i think you can get reincarnated 
Well, think about it as space time, dude. Don't think about it as like linear time, like 12 yeah, o'clock. I'm not sure space line. exists either if they're connected because I'm eliminating time. I'm taking time off the table. I don't think time exists, but I feel like I am simultaneously because it's the universe experiencing itself across many dimensions, across an infinite number of, of realities. It's still one cosmic, you know, one ultimately Akashic being hanging out with the Pleiadians in them that's experiencing itself. So I'm the tree, but Stop I'm dropping balls and pissing on the tree. Stop you know dropping balls words. Come he's on. just trying to get Chris involved, and that's why he's saying Palladians and Akashic records in them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here, here's the thing, though, dude. Um, I think that maybe you might be onto something because because um, what I'm more and more lately as of late subscribing to is that these existences of ours are learning tools. So it might behoove you to uh, live life as Christopher Columbus. So they after Jason Almy ceases to exist, because here, that's the thing too. You think you got to drop your ego. And I don't mean you personally. I mean, like yeah. you like the, the human, you have to drop your ego because Jason Almy doesn't exist. I don't exist. DJ doesn't exist. You know, none of us exist. What we are, we're not humans with souls. We're souls that have bodies. So once this ends, we then go back and Jason Almy ceases to exist, but that, other that 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 celestial thing comes back as someone else and you could be 5 10 15 different you know human iterations over the course of maybe your existence because you have something to gain by being a Jason Almy and then a Christopher Columbus and then an Elon Musk and then a Ziggy Stardust in 2030 or whatever the fuck you know like yeah. the, it would benefit you cosmically I'm to have experiences so i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility for you to 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 drop dead tomorrow and then come back as fucking Genghis Khan. The fucking spiders of Mars and them. I better not drop dead tomorrow, man. I'm trying to fucking trying to hang out with my daughter a little bit longer than that. Shit. Drop your fucking ego, dude. At the, at, on a cosmic scale, it doesn't matter. Time is a construct. You said it yourself. Time is not a construct. I That part I don't believe because then what's the point of what's the point of being reincarnated then? And if you can be reincarnated in different points in time, again, what then, then there it is. It, it, time is a thing. That's my question is like, why, 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 if all of these existences are learning experiences, what are we trying to learn? What's, are we getting a degree somehow? Is there a test at the end? I mean, what you is related back to, to this, this world though? I mean, like there's no degrees on a cosmic level, dude. It's about how, it, how you can be the best you. You know what I'm saying? Shit. On a cosmic level, there's the heat death of the universe. Go Google that, motherfucker. Oh, well, of course, because some guy in a lab coat said it. It must be true, right, Jay? Stephen Hawking didn't wear a lab coat because he was kind of like a pile of mush. He was in a wheelchair, and they couldn't get a lab coat to fit around his wheelchair. Yeah. He's basically like a big pile of, of meat applesauce that they managed to, like, <laughs> they hooked up to a, a fucking computer. Thing that looked like a person, and he used to communicate by blinking. Why would, the coat, why would the coat go on the outside of the chair? They just draped the coat over the back of the chair. That yeah. would be Why wouldn't it? <laughs> what do you mean the coat wouldn't fit around the chair? They would still put it around his body. Why? Yeah, but he doesn't have any bones. They, just drape, it, they drape it over him. <laughs> put it over his fucking head. He's still blinking. He'll he still talk. He hold up a fucking shirt. That's why he wore sweaters. <laughs> Motherfucker was a blanket with two teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. You remember he had those, like, two little teeth on the bottom? Like, teeth, like, growing up into his nose like a fucking narwhal? Dude, he looked like a fucking. <laughs> oh, here, here's, here's the thing, dude. He talked with his eyes. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, he blinked. He just blinked to talk. 
Plus, if he went real fast, it would look like a cape. So he was just like, look, look, enough about Stephen Hawking's physical appearance. Okay. Like back to the task at hand. Here's the thing. We don't know any of this shit. This is all theoretical. This is fun to talk about. This is is shit to think about. This is shit to, 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 to ponder on when you're meditating at the top of a mountain. But I mean, if you're Jason, you're more worried about what fucking how to say tonkatsu or what the fuck ever. This is all just us trying to figure shit out. And some would say, maybe we're not supposed to figure it out. You know, some would say maybe it's not for us. But we 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 invest a lot of time and energy into thinking about it. So I mean, that's that's just where we are. Well, if it is a simulation, or if it is reincarnation, or whatever it is, it's really if it's a simulation, it's super weird that baked into that simulation is the uh, what is it like the Matrix things that that happens. You know what I mean? Where you're just like something seems odd here. Like what if this is such. If the simulation is what it is as we understand it right now, like why would we give ourselves the option of possibly being like, there might be something else to this? Like, why wouldn't we just have the experience, you know, the what was the Rick and Morty because thing? I feel as Ted though, because I feel as though, like, if we and I mean, deep down, we all know, right? Like, we all know, we all have an assumption. We we say that it's an assumption because nobody else has corroborated the feeling that we've had. They've just kind of been like, yeah, I kind of feel like there's a God or I kind of feel like there's something else out there. Um, but it, the ride loses its flavor. You know what I mean? If If you're driving down a highway in like a Ferrari going 300 miles an hour, it's a little bit more exhilarating and Goddamn right. uh, fun than it is if you're driving around in a circle at 200 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, driving around a Prius shaped like a dick. Well, it's the idea of the fact that we're on Earth. Like everything that we do, all Westerns, all Westerns are space Westerns. That's what I say. You know what I mean? Like everything we're doing happens in space. We're go- We're on this, this crazy weird a piece of terrain that decided to let us live on top of it. And we're how fast is the earth? Not even just spin, but just go around the sun. Like, but that's not even knowing that is not exhilarating enough. You still have to get in a Ferrari and go 200 miles an hour. Well, because preferably while getting well, it, is. Exactly. it is exhilarating. If you think about the, the, how finite it is, Right, like we're not going to live forever, and we all don't know how we're going to die. I mean, Chris knows he's going to die of like cardiac failure in about two and a half years, or maybe like Aww. some sort of like, you know, I got dark. Artery <laughs> I was going up because he went to fucking these completely unprovoked attacks is why I continue to come back. I mean, obviously, this is this is the the benefit to our friendship. So go <laughs> on. Uh, it's okay. He's helping I'll probably die from out, tearing it down. Probably gonna die yeah. from fucking syphilis, you whore. I mean, look at me. Look at the shirt I'm wearing. If, <laughs> of course I am. He's definitely gonna catch something eating yoga ass. Yeah, that uh came close to happening. Um anyway. Okay. And I got four of them. All four of them were pink for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a little more exhilarating if you don't know how it ends, right? So, like, to Chris's point, if we choose this iteration of existence, then we would choose to not know how it would end, right? Because, like, who likes watching reruns? Like, you don't want to watch. And, like, 
what I mean, you I take think- a little bit of time. Like you're not going to watch the same movie every single day. You're not going to watch the same episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air every single day because you know how it starts and you know how it ends. So you want to have a little bit. That's why people have, you know, I'm, try- I'm trying to break down a little bit better. It's like that's why people watch the Ozarks and the Sopranos and Game of Thrones. It all kind of ends differently. There's all. Yeah. But like it, it's an exhilarating fun long story that has to do with like a family moving things there's a little bit of violence i watch sibling porn and parent porn and step parent porn it's like you gotta all of those end the same way with a money shot with come that's how they're supposed to end though right if it doesn't end with the when the jizz comes out then it's like it has to end when the cum comes out right i thought it ends when they go and like make something to eat afterwards that's also cool. I like that. <laughs> no, but why, I just don't. I guess, like, I guess, on a long enough timeline, you would eventually get to wanting to be skeptical. But I just don't understand why you would want to curate an existence where you're skeptical of it most of the time. Does that Is make there sense? Some benefit to that, though. Like, could skepticism have a benefit for for you in a larger time span outside of the skeptic life? Like, does it benefit you to feel multiple perspectives? Like, does it benefit me to be the tree and the dog pissing on the tree? Here's the real question. If this is the simulation and we do need to experience all of these things, why? Like, what is it about the existence that we were living before the simulation happened that we were like, well, I don't know what it means to be empathetic. I don't know what it means to be skeptical. Huh? Did something just hit my head? I don't know. Is your house haunted? I think so, dude. It, it legit felt like someone went like this. The spirits of many young loose girls are flowing through the walls. <laughs> I told you it was haunted. I got a ghost blowjob last time I slept there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, we got to save this video, and I got to see what just happened. It'll be on the internet, YouTube. On YouTube. Yes. Yeah, so. so in the moment when you guys were just saying that, DJ, I had this thought that maybe – when you get to the point when you are questioning things, maybe when everyone has their version of that space cookie, I mean, maybe that means you're getting close to the end of the game. Maybe that means that you are getting to a high enough level where it's like, hey, dude, you might be onto something and you might get out this time around. I mean, so keep keep going on this path. And then maybe when the lights go off here, you're going to go back to your, your you know, celestial home. You I mean, you might fuck it up. You might come back as, you know, goddamn whatever but you know you're on the right path well then we yeah. need to I keep elon the point musk of the game is figuring safe. out the game <laughs> yeah. sorry go ahead adam no, no 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 i was gonna say maybe the point of the game is figuring out the game i feel like you haven't spoken at all and this is your show so i'm gonna show <laughs> no it's good I, I was just talking i asked about uh simulation or whatever uh i was just saying we need to keep if the if recognizing you're in the simulation is a sign that you're getting close to the end then elon musk is not long for this world then because he is if he is not someone who's recognized he's in the simulation he is the uh what was it in the matrix the architect you know what i mean like he's uh he's something adjacent to that 
how about this? Like when you play Grand Theft Auto, for example, that game is so huge and there's a, a, a living, breathing city of all these NPC characters walking around just doing their own thing. But there's that one guy that's in that one building that you have to go see. He's part of the story. Elon Musk is probably that like elevated NPC. He's not one of the guys just walking up and down the street that you could hit with the car and they can, you know, evaporate and no one even, you know, you could still progress with the game. Nobody misses that character. But if you accidentally kill the guy that's imperative to the mission that you're on, then you can't complete the mission and you have to restart it. So he might be one of like those one A NPCs that's just implanted in this reality to further us on whatever journey we're on. You know what I mean? Life is weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird enough with those creatures of the night, baby. Uh, I thought it was weird enough without drugs, but then we all started doing drugs together. And, it's <laughs> and that's just, the thing. Like, I have never done anything. Like, weed is the, the, the most I've ever done. I think maybe one time I smoked something that had maybe a little bit of mushrooms in it or something. I don't know. I just you remember. Hang out sometime? I just remember seeing a bunch of trails like I I got high and I saw more trails than I anticipated, which was any. Uh, and then I fell asleep and woke up and it was fine. But do yeah, you, have you um, do you eat edibles? No. Would you like to? Mm, I mean, I, it's just not. Do you want to party? I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I'll just take a little drive. No, but I, what I'm saying is that no, we're, I'm not trying to get you fucked up. But what I'm saying is that if you want to take it as like a meditative practice, and, you know, if you want to do it and hit like a float tank or something along those lines, something light like a, a five milligram or a 10 milligram, you don't have to go full fucking crazy cookie like this dude did. Uh, he, all those cookies were 250 and he had a cookie and then a bite of a cookie. You know what I mean? That's a lot. <laughs> What's funny is, is Bobby Moore will eat the whole fucking he'll eat like eight cookies. He'll eat like the whole sleeve of fucking cookies. And he's like. Yeah. Right, an hour later, and Chris. Yeah, is- yeah. Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore had five of those cookies yeah. before we went on stage to do our first ever live performance. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing that sucks is, is that I try and have like uh, self awareness, and I know that like this part of the journey of my life, like that is just doing edibles, doing mushrooms, like that's just not feasible at this moment. Like that will be a part of my future, but like the- what if not feasible? What's that? quantify feasible why isn't it feasible because it just is not like i just what what i am trying to achieve right now in my life like that's just not that's not something that will mix in a way that will end well uh and that's really i know that's cryptic but that's like as close to uh being on the record that i can some tell people you. like <laughs> some like some people like being on the train for a little bit you know what i mean it's okay to consume and to be a fucking you He's know if it benefits to you and and for you to live down that straight path for a little bit until, you know, maybe you do it like, uh, you know, the, the hippies, the, the guy who was a businessman for his entire life. Like I dated a girl um, and her dad used to work in Wall Street and he worked in Wall Street for years and they have a huge house and Bon Jovi lives down the street from them. They live in that part of New Jersey, you know what I mean? In Rumson, Fairhaven, that area. And um, they have a huge house and the dude did great. And then he one day just decided to, he was like, fuck it. Like I did drugs in the seventies. Like I'm going to do some mushrooms. So he did like two or three grams of mushrooms as a 45, 50 year old man. And now you know what he does? 
he fucking plays the guitar at bars and writes music and sells music. He's just like a dude that just plays the acoustic guitar and writes silly songs. And he sells songs to like TV shows and commercial stuff like that. He lives his happy life. He's got enough money allotted where he never had to work ever again, but he was like caught up in that world where, you know, he needed a new Mercedes and he needed that. And he needed this motherfucker has been driving the same Toyota since 2010. Detroit is a sensible car. It's I I gotta say out and he fucking plays the guitar now. And it was all because he decided to take that. Hey, no free ads. That whole thing, that whole thing about this guy's spirit quest and how he found his passion, what you got out of that is Toyota is a sensible car. No, I I drive a Toyota. You guys were inside Toyota. I'm just saying it's a very it's a good, you know, it's low maintenance. It's the gas mileage is incredible. <laughs> I'm just saying the guy made a smart move by going from the yeah, Mercedes. But when there was two Toyota. inches of snow on the ground, you were like, ring, 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 yeah, ring, ring. yeah, yeah, that was kind of fucked. <laughs> we had to back up and then get a running start to get yeah, up your food. Yeah, we did have to get a running start to get like out of my neighborhood. And then we Paul Walkered around that corner and we were just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was like a nice moment. Jason lives on a on a steep incline, and it snowed while we were in New Hampshire. So we had to l- put the car in neutral and let it roll down to the bottom of the hill, and then gun it as fast as we can to get up the hill because the thing didn't have enough balls to get from the halfway point where he lives on the hill all the way up the hill. Yeah. But it's a sensible car, DJ. Go out <laughs> and get yourself a fucking Corolla. I'm just saying it is a sensible vehicle, and I think it got us. I think you're missing the point. G very safely. Yeah, okay, you're missing the point. The point is, it's way more fun to be a bum than to be some kind of CEO business person because no, you don't have to be a fucking 24. bum. Why are you making it sound like I'm a fucking bum? You're not a bum. The guy playing the guitar in the shitty bars who smells like a fucking old Michelob light. Yeah, he's the bum. He doesn't drink. All he does is smoke pot and play the acoustic guitar. And he's got millions and millions of dollars. He's living the actual dream. But by the way, that like Michelob Ultra. That what you said, though, that is the key is like that guy. He lived a he lived a certain life up to a point and then he was set. And then he was like, now it's off the rails time. This is not this is not currently my off the rails time moment. I mean, I cut out the part where he was wildly depressed that he wasted the majority of his life being somebody else's fucking dick jockey. You know what I mean? And putting on a tie and sitting in a cubicle and screaming at the top of his lungs and getting in traffic and doing all that other dumb, stupid shit, like wearing a tie and doing things yeah. that you're not passionate about, wasting your existence. But like, to this point, you get to a point where what you you retire at 65 and then. Like, oh, now I can finally have fun now that my body is a decrepit mess and is no longer usable to the degree in which I want it. I'm going to go buy a yacht and then you do a backflip off of it. You're like, I saw this guy do it once. And then you fucking snap your neck and you wasted your entire life for nothing, DJ. But the flip side of that is you got no money because you decided to play the guitar when you were 20 instead of going to work for 40 years. That's it. Like that guy killed himself. He killed himself. Uh, he did something that he hated. Yes. No one wants to do anything they hate. I would say the majority of people experience that in their life. They spend way too much time doing something that they either didn't like or they realize that they hate. But like in that guy's case, uh, he may have been driven insane. He may have gotten depressed. He may have done whatever it was. But that all led to him being afforded the ability to have the lifestyle that he has now in a way where he, it doesn't matter if he sells anything or does anything like he can just go and do what he wants to do. And there's not really many repercussions for him. 
I have a question. Have any of you guys ever had a blowjob that lasted an hour or longer? I'd have to say I don't think so. <laughs> if you ever had, if you I don't ever know had, that I've ever gotten somebody to like me that much. If you ever had like a 75-minute blowjob, would you ever like wish that you could have 70 minutes back and you just blown it in like five? Because that's 70 minutes. You could be like, you could have had a sandwich. You could be playing video games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that is a metaphor for what we were just talking about is that like, yeah, we think blowjobs are awesome. Blowjobs are the best. I, I can't think of anything I like more than a blowjob, but fucking do I want it to be 75 minutes? Would I rather the blowjob be the blowjob? It's five minutes. I nut. It's awesome. Thank you, sweetheart. And then I go uh, get a meatball sub. That's kind of how it's supposed to be. And that's, I think the metaphor is like, you can't get your dick sucked. I mean, every day can't be Christmas. Otherwise, why not? It starts to blow. Why not? Well, because then, like you know, you I don't know. Yeah, uh, you understand who you're talking about. Like, you're talking about you're, you're, Thanksgiving you're, Christmas instead of Thanksgiving. But, but you're but you're part talking part. to someone who went to school, got two degrees, and is not using them, and stopped making a good. I got a half dozen degrees. I'm not using right now. Well, that's because you have degrees and stupid shit nobody fucking cares about. Oh, so do you if you're not using them? Yeah, you know, criminology <laughs> and English are two things that people wildly use all the time. No one gives a fuck about English. English. Everybody's got an English degree. My you cat has an English degree. degree. Yeah, and my cat doesn't have a film degree, so suck my dick from the back. No, thank you. Actually, you're just gonna have to kiss my ass because I don't think my dick's gonna reach. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna have to kiss my ass. Is this no, but you're, I, the thing is that, like, I had a real job. Be real here. I'm a cubicle. I wore a tie and fucking wore khakis and shit like that, and I quit because I fucking hated it. And I would have blown my fucking brains out if I didn't. Yeah. Like, there, there are no, there are no fucking excuses. It was terrifying to me. Does that make you? And I thought that there were like. There was no way out other than to do that or to continue to, on this path. Yeah, this is not a setup for a joke. You're, you got a good job. Yeah, no, they're like, you got a good job and you're going to be able to retire when you're fucking yeah. in this age or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or you should become a cop. Okay, cool. Yeah, you I got go, health insurance. Let me go to school. Let me pass all the exams to get into the police academy. Let me get into the police academy and then decide kind of uh, tentatively. I don't know. Maybe I like black people too much to shoot them all the time. Maybe I'll yeah. think about this later. And then I'll go into some other desk job where I get a good, I get good insurance and, you know, I have a dental plan and they'll buy me glasses every few years, but I got to wear a tie and I gotta abide by the rules. I can't call anyone retarded and I can't be the, the way that I am all yeah. the time. I have to pretend to be somebody else for 10 hours a day, every single day, six days a week. That doesn't sound like fucking living to me, dude. No, There's I agree. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like that experience, even though, it doesn't sound like you relish it. It is part of what made you who you are today, and therefore it has a value in the in in a very minute sense. But even in the cosmic sense that we were talking about ten minutes ago, that living some life, even though you might not enjoy parts of it, you might not enjoy much of it at all. It might suck, but that it has like some purpose down the line or in juxtaposition. Yeah, but to the point where like you know in. In if Star Wars, like, where yeah, fucking Han Solo shoots under the table, that's the turning point. But 
if you think like if you don't have that experience of like of the hating of your job yeah. or just being discontent or whatever it is, then you will be able to relate to someone who has seen the light and beyond. But there is no way that if you want to try and uh, shake somebody out of that, like if you've been uh, living a carefree life your whole life, that is good. That is what we all uh, aspire to attain. But like if you have no no touchstones to, to the people you want to bring over to your side. Oh, They're agree. just going to look at yeah. you like a crazy person and be like, I, I don't know. This guy's just, he's just mushroom guy. I don't understand it. So I'm going to go back and write out my TPS forms and just have I'm a just saying, like <laughs> a 75 minute blowjob is drudgery at 70 minutes. You're like, God, I got to pretend like I'm still enjoying this and my dick's not raw. I go, oh yeah, keep going. Like, fuck, what can I just nut? The fact is like, even the things that you love, if that's all you ever do, eventually it's going to be like, well, this fucking blows now because that's all I ever fucking do. Like, I feel like, Adam, you benefited from having this shitty experience. Now you're kind of free and you know, you know what it's like to be locked up. Like, yeah, the of course, free air, absolutely. Free air tastes so much I, better to somebody when they get out of jail than it does for me. I agree. I've never been in prison. I agree. I'm just playing oh, devil's advocate the point where like i really want dj to fucking eat some goddamn weed i'm 100 on board with that i will you get I mean? i'll get so the shut the fuck up and like get on fucking board with this i keep yes. ringing at you and sending you text messages yes. and shit like that and i need you to fucking be my friend right now and help my me okay? cousin in law the rock star has fucking acid right now that he ordered on the internet and I, we can fucking make this happen. I'm just going to say. I don't want to get him acid. He's afraid of a fucking plant, okay? I just want to give him a cookie. That plant? It's on paper. Like cellulose. It's all fucking... It's all plant. Give him a cookie. Maybe Chris. we'll give him like Chris, a gluten-free Chris, brownie Chris, Chris. or something. Thoughts. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> give me a gummy worm. Hey, buddy. That Thoughts, dude's been playing Xbox the last 45 minutes. Wiener Coyote. Thoughts. Um, multiple thoughts. And that's usually how this goes when the two of them start going. I have a thought that I want to say, and then as they progress, my thought that I had originally changes to something else because they made a good point about something else. And then by the time I actually get to open my mouth, I forget what the original fucking point was in the first place. Penis dingo. What are your thoughts? I think that part of the great trick by whoever the, the, the powers that be the elites, whatever, I think part of the trick is for them to make you think that this shit matters. Like you're saying, the degrees and the jobs and all that shit, the money, the this, the that, mm -hmm. and it really fucking doesn't. And you get consumed and you waste an entire life based on things, trying to get more things, trying to accumulate things. And at the end of the day, the things don't matter. Yeah. Can I share something with you guys? May I say oh, something here, first? Here we, here we go. Here we go. This is like a serious philosophy of mine that I shared with Adam when he was saving my life in Jersey, when I forgot my insulin and he had to drive me oh, back. Right. To shout out, Adam. Shout I out. Had panic, I had a, I had a panic attack in the car. This oh, is just dude, a way was, for him to say, I know Ming Chen. I do. I know Ming Chen. Yeah. So anyway, um, when we were on the way there, I, I remember having this conversation. I don't know how we got to talking about this, but we had this conversation where I was like, my personally philosophy in life is that I don't love things. Like people say, I love my phone or I love my computer. I love my house. I love my car, but I don't like anytime I, I used to catch myself in that mindset. Like I love my thing. If it was like an inanimate object, if it was a couch, I don't care how useful it was to me. I can say like, I benefit from this thing, or I can say that this, I really appreciate having this thing in my life because it makes life a lot easier having a car or whatever. But I never want to say like, I love this thing. 
I don't love a computer. I don't love a microphone. I don't love a, a camera, but I do love, I love living things. I love my cat. I love my daughter. I love my wife. I love DJ. I love Chris. I love Adam. I, I, I love the queen for real. I love, you know what I mean? Like that's my philosophy is that it's like, if something's alive, if it's a fucking bonsai tree, you're allowed to love it. But like, if it's a thing, you should not get into that cycle of loving things because just what Chris said, it just drives a cycle of consumption. And that really is like, even if it's not the powers that be that hold us down, it could just be this, this devil on my shoulder that, that forces me to work so that I can pay for these bills for this debt that I took out so that I can buy this other shit and none of it fucking matters. And then none of it's going to make me happy. So I'm going to give all of my love to this dumb shit that can't possibly love me back the way my wife or my daughter or my cat can or Adam or Chris or anybody that's in my life can can give me that you know what I'm saying and he says, you know how, how often he says that he says that every single time he buys a steel book and Christina <laughs> <Kat can't laughs> my bag when he's walking into the house well the, my oh. pushback to all of that would be like you know like you were saying Chris like you know we're forced to think that this stuff matters when it doesn't, but it does though, because without the people that did fall into that, that line that we don't want to like us for, I don't think us for want to be in that line, but without that, we wouldn't be talking right now. There would be no internet. There would be no camera. There would be no laptops, no computers. Uh, and even further, like, you know, I agree with not loving things, but like, in all of those things, like there are the people, you know, whether they're the the ones that need nets around their their workspace so they don't commit suicide, or whether they made a piece of furniture with love and care. Like, you know, no, you shouldn't love your chair, but uh, you know, treasure it. Right. I think if if someone made you a chair, DJ, and they like hewn it out of wood and shit, and they're like, dude, I made this just for you. I poured my my time and my sweat into this. I don't. I think you can. You love the person who did that for you. So I think you can treasure the chair. And I think, but I think that you could extend that to like the people, whether you know the person that made the chair or not. Uh, if there was a person that made a chair, like you can, uh, there's something to looking at the output that somebody, you know, poured their, at least their, some of their time into to learn how to make it or to actually take the time to physically make it. Like you may never know that person. Uh, I don't know. Like I have this stupid Tervis tumbler. Like it makes sure that my hand doesn't get cold whenever I, I, you know, I touch the cup that has ice in it. Uh, and I don't love this cup, but I appreciate it. I like somebody had that idea. You know what I mean? Like somebody that somebody that went to like decided to stay on that path, become uh, an an engineer. Is that the right? Like figured out how to design cups, you know, and like, I don't want to design a cup, but that guy where he might have taken mushrooms and decided he wanted to go play guitar on the beach forever. Like instead of doing that, maybe, or maybe he took uh, mushrooms and was like, I have a great idea for a cup. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's yeah. Of course. That's, see, that's more like my, what I'm talking about. It's like, I don't care if people are, you know, hedge fund managers, as long as it's what they want to do. I just want to, I want to see everyone, including the, I mean, more, more so than anyone else, but uh, the people that I care about, I want to see the people that I know that I interact with do things passionately. And if I catch someone in a job where they fucking hate it or in a relationship they don't like, or I see that their girlfriend or their boyfriend isn't supportive of them at all, like I go fucking bananas. 
And then everyone, oh, you're an asshole. Why would you say that about my girlfriend? It's like, she doesn't let you like live. She doesn't let you do the things that you want to do. She's not supportive of you. You say, oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. Oh, I don't know how to take care of you right now. That shit doesn't fucking fly with me. It's like, you need to be like, I I want people that I'm, I'm getting off. I'm getting off. Spicy, topic. spicy. Chill. Relax, relax, relax. It's just an example. Um, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, I, got, I got Bruce Willis's underwear. I do. Oh, you do. I gave it to you. I, I forgot. I thought underwear. You want to see Bruce Willis's underwear? Yeah. While you produce um, those garments, I had this thought. No, 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 no. I want people to do things okay, that they're well, passionate. Give me a cue. Like, okay. So, like, whatever DJ, if DJ all of a sudden becomes passionate about making cups and he wants to be like number one cup guy, he's like, mine. I'm changing my name to Tumblr Johnson. Like, all I'm doing is making cups and I'm putting logos on them and I'm doing all types of crazy shit. That is 100. percent Bruce Willis is underpants. They're like really small too. Is he like not a big dude? Because they're he's they're, not a very big dude. They didn't fit me very well, so that's why I brought him with me up to your house. <laughs> small. Um, uh, but my point is, is that I want to see people do things that they're passionate about, and that is my only argument. I don't care what it is. Like I'm passionate about pizza. Pizza is fucking ridiculous. What an absolutely atrocious medium to be a part of. Like, why would you want to do that? I don't know because I like fucking partying. And what's better at a party than pizza? Nothing. Okay, great. Like, oh, that's all I care about is seeing people do things that they're passionate about, even if it's their hobby. And like, say Chris works a nine to five or a fucking eight to four or whatever it is, and he, he gets X amount of dollars, right? But right. he does something on the side that he's incredibly passionate about, and that's where he pours all his passion into. That's all I care about. But what my problem with the the normal structure of the everyday, like, oh, go to school, oh, turn into a square, consume, have two and a half kids, make sure you get a mortgage, make sure you go to college and give us all your money. That shit doesn't lead to life of passion. And my main problem with existence and the more the most of the people that I interact with um, that are outside of my circle of friends or people that I don't sit down with on an everyday basis and have conversations about or conversations with is that like it's such a foreign concept to them to do things that they enjoy because they've been told their entire lives that they hate it. And that yeah. shit drives me fuck a lot. And I, that, that was my point of contention earlier. I didn't want to say like, oh, like you, you know, say you're like a pool guy or you're a fucking roofer or you're a fucking whatever you are. You know what I mean? Um, it, it doesn't have anything to do with your occupation. It has, it has everything to do with the amount of passion in which you have that you spend the majority mm -hmm. of your time thinking or or processing through your life. Well, so the that best scenario is to be passionate about something that's also kind of safe because it's like the 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 war between doing something you're passionate about, like playing guitar in a bar where you don't know how much money you're going to make in a given year and not have insurance versus a safe life where you work in a cubicle, but you're miserable, but at least you have health insurance. So when something bad happens, you, you can go to the hospital or the doctor or whatever. It's sort of like you, you need to find some kind of balance between because being having a safe life. Look, it's not sexy. It's not fun, but I can fucking sleep at night. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not enough for me. I had a safe life. I hated it. I, I actually wanted to kill myself. I tried a couple of times Damn. historically. I dropped down to 165 pounds because I wasn't eating food because I was so miserable. Like I looked great. I had abs, but like I was an absolute miserable dick. I don't know what to tell you. Like I had tiny little rabbit poops and I wouldn't fucking eat. All I was drink doing was drinking coffee and, and being upset. You know what I mean? That's not like it. That shit didn't work for me. And I'm not saying that that's that's 
what's going to happen to Chris or it's going to happen to DJ. Like, you, you know what I mean? But what I'm saying yeah. is that I, I've went down the path of like trying to live a safe life and like going through college and like doing things of that nature. And, and, and it's very well documented. It's not anything crazy. And I don't want to like, you know, hijack the end of fucking DJ show. And I feel like no. I've literally only been talking the entire time and nobody else. <laughs> no, but it's, but it's easy to fall victim to the broad strokes of life because everything is, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Everything is curated for that. You know what I mean? Like you say, like, uh, you don't want to go into the, I don't know, whatever the, the mainstream school, you don't want to go, you know, everyone go, I don't remember exactly what you said, but my point is, is that it's, everything is made to do the thing that you don't necessarily like. But like Jason was saying, it's kind of the easier, like you don't like it, but it's going to get you the health insurance. It's going to get you the paycheck. That's going to let, you know, you live the life, you know, outside of work that you want to live and you'll, you'll be willing to put up with a little bit of misery for the, you know, 48 hours of the weekend or whatever it is. And I do think that it's good to be shaken out of that from time to time or maybe completely, but it's, you know, there is something to say for like people that don't can never get it because how long have we been in this, uh, in this, what is it? Why can't I come up with words right now in this matrix. routine, in this matrix of like doing the same thing generation after generation? You know what I mean? Like it's it's what's been kind of ingrained into us in a way that I've always wondered how how long it takes to breed in or breed out instinct into like an animal or a person. And, uh, you know, I wonder if like we just have Russia this did some of that work. What's on that? foxes the russians did some of that work on foxes in the in the 50s they wanted to find out how long it would take them to breed out uh certain aspects of the fox and like domesticate them and they did like that five or six generations or something like that yeah it was several generations but they they got to a point where like the the wild foxes like the original couple generations they'd like bite the shit out of you if you try to get near them they fuck you up but then they had like a few like a decade 12 years later they had foxes that would like curl up in your cat like a fucking or curl up in your lap like a cat well that's the same with people like we used to bite your face off you know one-on-one -on -one, yeah. and now uh we just you know call each other names on twitter and that's yeah. our that's our way of you know ripping somebody's throat out like that is what would happen you, you would just fight if someone said something you sideways to you, you would fight to the death. You, yeah, you would rip their throat out and you would hold up that piece of throat and be like, all right, that's it. He's not going to say anything like else. Sword and shit. We'd like fucking fence till one of us was dead. If you said something that offended me and that's like a crazy way to respond to life. In my opinion, it's like you could say anything that would offend me and I'm going to fucking try to stab you with my sword. That's ridiculous. But that's why we are easily locked into this thing of like, well, just go to school, then go to more school, then uh, have crippling debt, then have this job that will pay off your crippling debt. Then hopefully you'll have a, uh, a pension and then you'll be dead and your kids will hate you and uh you'll oh, have no I haven't, paid, I haven't paid interest <laughs> on a student loan in, in a year now and it's extended fuck i'm paying the student loan off like that's my only debt right now too like i'm cranking this bitch it's fucking awesome so i don't know what my point was other than to say like yeah it, we should i agree with you adam but i also know that it's you know being on this part there this side of it right now it's like uh, I see the other, I see the next stage of my journey and it doesn't involve, you know, how I live now. I don't think, 
but it's not going to be drastically different when it does change. Does that make sense? Did I yeah. lose everybody? Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I tried to back up off the mic because I literally haven't shut up for an hour and a half. I was going to let Wiener Coyote say something. He looks ready. I had a thought like 15 minutes ago, but now it's out of context and it doesn't make sense. Nope. So. Give it. Give it. Like, if you remember like that, give it to us. If you remember it, give it. So, Jason, when you were talking about things and yeah. how inanimate objects aren't it, but like you respond to your kid and your your cat and things yeah. of that nature, I had this thought, you know, like keeping in mind with or keeping in line with that this is some sort of uh, cosmic playground that we're going to, to to learn experience and have these experiences. What if when we have children, we give a little bit of that essence? We, we're like splitting ourselves. We are like we are in reality. We are giving our DNA and we are making a little part of us. But on that higher level, what if that's like our like, I don't know, like what if this whole thing is basically for cosmic immortality? Like our whole our whole reason for being here is to split our soul a little bit like that to get mm -hmm. that extra extra life in the game and that's how that's how we stay alive forever on like like a, uh, an eternal level yeah some people have posited that is like by reproducing and having children down the generations that it, it is a practical form of immortality it's not real immortality i'm not still going to live but if my daughter does and then she has children and they do and so on down the line that thousands of years from now my progeny would be completely i mean they would be so far like distantly related in terms of like genealogy but that i could actually like i'm a ripple in a pond but I can keep pushing that ripple on across maybe a whole fucking ocean. You know what that's I'm saying? That's what I'm saying though. Like what if it is what if what if it is for you though? That's what I'm saying. What if it is for 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 because you're not Jason Elmy, you're whatever your soul sure. name is. Like what would your eternal name be? I don't know. I think Jason's a pretty cool name. So like, if yeah, I that's that's that. just that's just the costume you're wearing in this this one. So why does it have to be though? Why can't I continue to identify as one or many of those? You could be like Eberflus or something like right. fucking cool. Precisely, you're gonna be like. I have to try that on for a minute. I don't know how I feel about Eberflus <laughs> immediately. Well, are you Jason or are you the entity that lives inside Jason currently? I can't Eberflus. Eberflus, yeah. <laughs> Eberflus says. Maybe because I mean, That's if we are going to get reincarnated and it goes over time, like you are not Jason, you are just the thing inside Jason now and Jason will still exist, but you are not that like whatever is yeah. animating you right now is not Jason Almy. It's, yeah. it's the fucking CIA is what it is. They can <laughs> fucking control everything. They got a program that they can get inside your fucking brain. It doesn't matter that we're all made of meat and, and fucking proteins and shit. It doesn't matter. They work us like software. They fucking get inside you. They can see everything that you see. They can hear everything that you hear. They taste everything that you taste. Everything you've done, nothing is a secret. They know about everything. They've watched it all. I'm telling you what. You think God knows? These people know even more than God does. They it, know all your fucking secrets. It's amazing to me that you do not believe in dimension hopping Sasquatches. <laughs> I legit, I legit right? traveled to an alternate dimension and saw Jason reality in Jason reality, Jason Elmy in my in my dream and uh, another reality and had an encounter with him. And he was he, a dick, wasn't he? Fuck well, that. No, he was a lot nicer than you, man. 
So how does that work if there's multiple Jasons across multiple realities, but I'm not really Jason, I'm Eberflus, some spiritual cosmic being who's just experiencing Jason. Is Eberflus experiencing all of these Jasons, all Jasons. simultaneously? Or is it like... Yes. Yeah, well, of course. Like, But the, the conversation we were having earlier was that not only you're experiencing all Jasons, but you're also experiencing all Time like Enochs or whatever. Like there's different bits of you in different... You are the tree and the dog, as you said earlier, and you are also Jason sitting underneath the tree. You know what I mean? Um, and to answer it even a little more cosmically, like energy cannot be um, destroyed and it cannot be created. It can only be parallel, like it can only be shifted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can only write that's what I was saying. I, was thinking, I, feel like we just did, I feel like we just did an hour and a half of this is your brain on drugs. Like it was much into the pan, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like an hour and a half later. This is kids, seriously, this is why you don't do drugs, kids. If there's anything that I could urge you guys, and I mean you might not get out of it what I got out of it, but go on go on your Netflix and watch the first episode of the five-part series called Surviving Death. And within the first 10 minutes, there's a woman who tells her story, and she went kayaking in Chile and her kayak capsized. In Chile. Chile. I'm sorry, we're cultured. Um, in Chile, uh, and her kayak capsized and it held her underwater for 30 minutes. Wow. And during that 30 minutes, her body was, was obviously purple and dead and without oxygen to the brain. And like, they gave up even trying to rescue her. They were just trying to get her body back. They stumbled upon her body and they got it out and they got her back or whatever. And she tells her story about what happened while, while the lights were off. And she tells this story about how she made it to this dome structure where there were these entities. And they, that, like they told her like she, the way she described it was she experienced uh, every color all at once. She experienced all these different feelings of like, you know, all like every like love and everything just all at the same time. And the way she put it was, I experienced every, like every timeline, like, like, it, it almost indescribable, you know, like just everything was there all at once. And these entities told her like, you have work to do this and that you're going to go back, but your son is going to die. And mm. that when she got back, her son was, I want to say like 14 or 12 or something at the time he made it to 18. So she has this conversation with him and says, you know, like when I was in the river and da da da, like I was told that you're going to die and the kid fucking dies. Dude, like in that moment that she tells him or what? Like within, you know, a certain amount of like reasonable <laughs> time, you know, like she went and she told him like, Hey, like, this is what happened. He said, mom, you're fucking nuts, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes on about his life and then fucking gets hit by a car and dies. Well, now you, you can say that that would happen anyway, because you're taking a certain amount of risk when you walk out of your house every day. But the fact that she has this profound experience that everyone discounts and they told her, this is what's going to happen. And then it fucking happens. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, dude. And then she even says it herself. She was like, the fact that I knew and the fact that they told me doesn't like make me exempt from mourning my kid. Like I still, you know, like it still happened and I was still sad about it, but it gave me some sort of peace because I was at the place that he was going to. And I knew that everything was going to be fine. That's some Oracle from the matrix stuff, because yeah. like if she had like was the reason that he died then because she told him like did they just say he was going to die or did they say he's going to die before he hits 20 i don't recall i think they did actually put like a fucking like a time, time frame, frame on it yeah i i do think that they did 
it it hit me hard and i don't know that that would be the same for for any of you guys if you watch it but i mean like i was in tears and multiple times during that show like it really it really fucked me up so i don't know but i might feel sad i've been i've been super emotional lately man like for the last few months and i thought that had to do with me i'm being on the brink of death but you know here i am so maybe i'm still on the brink i don't fucking know i don't don't really dude uh and i mean my brother my girlfriend my parents don't all tell you i just don't cry like i was a fucking crybaby as a child and then like one day i was just like all right no more well let me put it into terms you might understand okay i had a public sub on the table in front of me and we were going to eat dinner and i was so engrossed about what was happening that it was 45 minutes later and i hadn't eaten yet and dutch was like are you okay you didn't even eat your dinner that's crazy because i love public subs (laughs) what's it like to not have a fucking sub shop near you guys public it like to not have good bread production (laughs) in your area Publix is pretty good. It sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's no Joe Leone's. Oh, Joe Leone's. Yeah, I'm so fucking sorry. I don't... Hipster douchebag. Shut up. Joe Leone's. <laughs> saw the picture of the sandwich I ate for dinner. That sandwich looked fucking good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. Show some goddamn respect. So, Chris, okay. I want to ask you, Chris, because you heard this. Remember that uh, like a couple, maybe a month ago or so uh, ago, I sent you that uh it was like a little skit from that logic album yes do you remember that do you think yes. it would be uh fruitless to play that right now no i i think that i mean i believe that they heard it as well but i mean i mean for the listener's sake i mean yeah it is it definitely relevant yeah because i i don't know like that whenever we get to this you know because i feel like i always inevitably talk about the afterlife and you know what that will mean with people and i feel like this is like a uh i don't know this is something that hit home hard with me for whatever reason whenever i heard it for the first time and uh i don't know maybe it will for everybody else too hit me so we waiting for what excuse me so you sitting there telling me this place is a waiting room right what are we waiting for rebirth rebirth like reincarnation if that's what you want to call it what the fuck you mean if that's what i want to call it either this is what it is or this is what it ain't sure jimmy this motherfucker. <sighs> all right let me get this straight every time i die i come here we talk and you send me back to earth to be reborn you know the last time we had this conversation it was in mandarin and you were 13. mandarin and a girl what no, bruh, you're fucking with me. You're, like, Jesus Christ. He was here, too. What? Wait, wait. So the Christians got it right? Well, I'm about to reincarnate you, Adam. I'd say everyone kind of got it right. This is a whole lot to take you. I know. Trust me. I've been there. So, how many times have I been reincarnated? Many, 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 many times. If it's so many Neil times... Neil deGrasse Tyson saying my name remember. is like everything I live for, by the way. long enough, <laughs> the lives you have lived and the knowledge from each of them would return. What? I'm actually about to send you back to 1736 as Brian yeah. Fairfax, the eighth Lord Fairfax of Cameron. Were? Hey, that sounds important. Oh, yes. You own 40,000 acres. Goddamn! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's quite all right. <laughs> well, at least I'm not poor no more. Well, sure. With all that land and the hundreds of slaves you'll own? Slaves? Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. Look, look, look. How you gonna take a black man, send him back in time, and now I gotta own slaves? Well, if it's any consolation, your son Tom, the ninth Lord Fairfax of Cameron, sets them free. No, that does not make me feel better at all. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I just realized you said you're gonna send me back in time. Well, I'm not really sending you back in time. That doesn't exist where I come from. Only in your universe. Yes. Well, where are you from? Honestly, Adam, even if I explained where I came from or told you about the others like me, you just wouldn't understand. But if there's others like you, how could you be God? Adam, I said you wouldn't understand. So what's the point of doing all this? Really? What? A little cliche, don't you think? Essentially asking me the meaning of life? Well, I figured I would ask before you send me back and I can't remember none of this. Adam, come here. The meaning of life, the reason I created this place, is so that you can grow and mature. Like the human race. Like this is how the human race is supposed to grow and mature. Mature in a what? We can't even get along. No, Adam. You. It's for you. You to mature. I don't understand. I created this place for you, Adam. This entire place was made for you. Every time I send you back, every life you live, you grow and mature and understand the grand meaning behind all of this just a little more each time. Just me? Wait, what about everybody else? Adam, there is no one else. I, I don't understand. Adam, you are every human being who has ever existed since the dawn of your kind on Earth. Wait. I'm everyone? Ah, yes. Now you're beginning to see it. So I'm like everyone that ever existed on Earth ever. Earth? <laughs> That's cute. Earth was just your birthplace. Let us not forget all the stars humanity will colonize over the millennia. Wait, that is so much. Too much to take in. I'm every human being that ever lived. Or ever will live. Yes. I'm Jesus? And all of his disciples. I'm Hitler. And the millions he murdered. That's deep. You see, Adam, every act of hatred and violence you committed against another, you were committing against yourself. And every act of love and hand of kindness, you also extended unto yourself. God, why do all this? Someday, long from now, you will become like me. You will mature to become what I am. I'm a god? <laughs> no, not yet. You see, I was once where you stand right now. It is not until you have lived every human life inside of your universe that I may take you from this place. Once you have walked in the shoes of every race, religion, gender, sexual orientation, loving and hateful person, it is only then that you will understand how precious life truly is. Finish your and that's it like that what is that what do any of you think about that i think it's so super profound dude and again like adam was saying earlier i think that they put shit in front of you and i think that somebody somewhere knows about this shit and they're like put it on a fucking album didn't i say like half that shit this episode <laughs> i've never heard that shit before in my whole fucking life i feel like i wrote half that fucking sketch and they owe me royalties now by the no, way no, can no, i just no, say no. they said I feel like you had conversations with me and that's all i just said you're every human being ever <laughs> fucking i probably what? said that to you in a stupor a month ago and you were like oh this dude talking that shit again I doubt it. I was hung up on the time thing because I do think that time does exist here where we are. I think there is somewhere else that like the way I've thought about it is God or whatever it is can look onto time as we understand it as as just what it is time like it exists outside of time. It looks at us or it looks at, you know, whatever that is. And time does exist, but there is something that exists outside of time.
Well, time only exists because we created it. It's a construct, and it's more of a measurement of understanding than it is a, like a linear fact. You know what I mean? Like we, what did they do before the concept of time? Time still existed, right? It's the it's a concept, right? It's it's something that we created to try and understand lengths of. What's the? Uh, it's the name uh, of the reason moment. why we die. Right. Right. It, it's like a it's a measuring it's a value that we're occurring to uh, a certain set of existence. You know what I mean? It's it's not any, anything. I don't think it's anything beyond that. I the the likelihood of some other alien race understanding time the same way we do. Uh, I mean, they, in, in, in the sense of infinity, I'm sure it's happened. But if they exist in this universe, then they would they would understand time. Maybe not like we do, but it would be similar enough that like, yes, 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. is a social construct. But uh, me dying at 2 p.m. is not a social construct. That is time doing what time does. Like we gave a name to that thing that is us degrading or just the universe degrading uh, over a period. We just decided to call it time. And uh, well, it's really the juxtaposition of different states of of uh like all of the particles subatomic particles i mean if if you've got every subatomic particle mapped out in one instant and they're all in one place and then in the next moment they've moved or some of them have moved then you have to kind of you, you're going to connect these two like states and say that there's some sequence here because we can say cause and effect this thing bumped into that thing and that's why it shifted or whatever chris ate a sandwich and that's why he had a bowel movement you know what i'm saying but like what if the, each discrete, whatever the unit is, the plank length or whatever, that is just, each one is just a new thing. And it's like, it's created and destroyed with every one of those things and they're not connected. We're just perceiving it as such. What if I wasn't here an hour ago and all my memories of the past 39 years are just like fucking implants and I'm, I, who knows? Maybe nothing existed before this second right now. And maybe there is no time. That would be crazy. That would be <laughs> but I mean, like you could also call like move like movement a a social construct because even when you're standing still, you're moving. The Earth is turning. The Earth is revolving around the sun. Like uh, but it's, atomic particles within you are moving at all. I mean, every moment, like there's. All the atoms that you're made up of, there's fucking electrons. There's fucking up quarks and down quarks and shit. I mean, you're moving constantly. But most of you is empty space if you really want to get technical. And that's why we can dimension jump, because we just figure out how to line up those ups and downs uh, to be able to just sidestep into the conscious control over subatomic particles. How does that even work? I don't know. I'm not. I have no degrees. I don't even have useless degrees. That's like a gun that can shoot itself. You know what I'm saying? Because your brain is made up of subatomic particles. Every thought you've had is some interaction within your brain of electrical currents or some shit that all of these subatomic particles are made possible the way, with these, these concentration gradients of, of uh, electrons and shit like that. And then, you know, like that's a gun that can shoot itself. Basically, if I could fucking use subatomic particles to change my subatomic particles to shift over with fucking Sasquatch and them, then that's like a gun that can shoot itself. I mean, we literally have made guns that can shoot themselves in the way of those uh, Boston Dynamics robots and those dogs and all that nonsense. 
fucking terrifying. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to have fucking nightmares now that you mentioned Boston Dynamics. Those are my two safe words. <laughs> and I want my wife to stop choking me and beating the shit out of me with a dildo. That's what I fucking say is Boston Dynamics. Those are my fucking, that's my safe word. She'll pull that fucking dildo right out of my ass and like take the ball gag out. <sighs> so I'm that- so happy about this episode just because <laughs> this is so my lane. And I didn't have to hear about like what a CIA did or what a fucking what a what a what a president thought or fucking Operation this or Operation that. Like we could just talk. Motherfucker, it's Operation Northwoods. So we could just sit and we could be theoretical and we could just talk shit about what might be like. Dude, have dude, a lot of fun. That's my favorite. And there you go. The perfect episode. <laughs> <laughs> That means we can retire now. We're gone. We did it, guys. I'm sorry wow. that I was here I for mean, the last episode. What? Everybody else might not enjoy it, but I mean that's that's my favorite thing. So I'm happy. I hope you are too. It's I like the, it when you're happy, Chris. It's the only thing I know about, really, because like I said, like when you asked me about Adam, my favorite conspiracy theory, like I, I wish I had one, but I just I don't, and uh, like that, like we could find well, out. Everyone. Yeah. We could find out that something crazy did happen with JFK and it was an inside job and all the, you know, everything that's been speculated is true. But I like, I like the weird cosmic, you know, interdimensional stuff because it's like, we'll almost never know that. Like we'll almost probably never know that. And I don't mean we as a human race, I mean us for like yeah. it's the odds of us being around Speak when... for yourself, nerd. Start taking LSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, why don't we start small? DJ, come on. Like, I have a float package. Let's go together. We're local. Come on. We'll make it a field trip. We'll go float. We'll go get in touch with something. Okay. We'll Take get a couple of alpha tank. brains and then Stop. turn your brain off. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start small. And then once you go into the tank and you scratch the surface about what's right on the other side there, then we'll incorporate some substances and then we'll really get to the bottom of what's going on. I did this to him and I'm so sorry. Mm, I mean, listen, it's <laughs> a, excited. Yes, I am excited because like that is like I want to know and I don't want to know, you know, like I I'm not dissatisfied with my life. So I'm not necessarily, I am open to knowing whatever the bigger truth is, but I'm not necessarily on the, uh, I'm not on the lookout for it. Does that make sense? Like I'm not, it I'm does. not pining for, I'm not like, I need to know. I there, I don't feel like there's anything I 100% need to know. It, well, no, that does make sense because like I've said it myself recently, how like sometimes the last two two or so years have been an adventure they've been a wild ride since i've really gone down this path but some days it might be just easier to put the fucking curtain back in front of my eyes you know what i mean once you pull it back you can't ever go back to the way you were before you just can't you know and sometimes it would just be easier to go ah i'm driving to my job and i'm gonna do my thing and i'm gonna come home and have dinner and watch seinfeld and go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again sometimes that just is fucking easier 
you know, because you don't have the weight of the world and the cosmos and everything on your mind all the fucking time. Like, what's going on on Saturn? Oh, my God. Did you see the CIA released documents that Tesla was from Venus? Oh, my God. Did you, did you even know? Like, uh, this is going through my mind on a daily basis. And sometimes it's really fucking hard to just keep the the the, the car on the road to go. I got to go get my kids and get home and have dinner and, you know, like do the the dumb mundane shit that we have to do. Well, it's either going to be that or it's going to be, you know, where a lot of people I think are that they do not know how to get in touch with themselves. They don't know how to go into themselves or out of themselves. They just are existing, you know, and once they get once they start thinking too much about their existence and whether it is significant or not, they just instead of going deeper into that, they're just like, nope, like that is the opposite end of that problem. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to reel everything back in where some people are trying to keep everything reeled in. What I'll say in response to to anything, I'm, I'm just trying to kind of go with the flow. Cause that's something I've been realizing too, is like the ability to, to hold on loosely while this is all happening is like, you can't, you can't put a price on that. That's unquantifiable. Like just to go, go with the ride, I think is, is super important because when you try to grasp and control and whatever, I think sometimes that's when the ship goes into the rocks. What were you going to say, Jason? I was just going to say in response to Chris, cause you know, you, you talk about like pulling the wool back over your eyes, which I don't think is, I think once, once it's out of the box, you know what I mean? You can't ever. No, it's tooth, it's toothpaste in a container, dude. There's no yeah. way you get toothpaste back. Yeah, you can't thing. unring the bell. You know what I'm saying? To put a Zen cone on it. Or it don't go back in the box, yo. Yeah, no, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. It reminds me of that that uh, quote, the Hunter S. Thompson quote from Fair and Loathing. You guys familiar with that? The bats? With no, no, no. With a bit of luck, his life was ruined forever. Always thinking that behind some narrow door and one of his favorite bars men in red woolen shirts are getting incredible kicks from things he'll never know Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about backcountry i mean it's the same thing once we get dj on lsd it's going to be backcountry it's going to be red woolen shirts getting incredible I don't get him on lsd i just want to give him a light edible you I'm said a- LSD mashed potatoes that'll fucking sit him down and just he can have a conversation in his own brain let's agree on letting bobby light cook for him and then he'll just eat whatever comes across the table we'll just let bobby light have it we'll just bobby light obviously is the right shaman for us he did it for chris he can do it for me motherfucker i think he's the right guy he's the right guy for the job he did once dose me with a sandwich he was eating a sandwich and he was like, hey, you want to have the sandwich? And I was like, yeah, totally. So I had it. And then like 45 minutes later, I was like, this motherfucker. What are you fucking like, bake a ciabatta with fucking mushrooms in it? Tuesday afternoon. No, he cooked like uh, some sort of hot sandwich and he cooked it in like a, a, a cannabis butter. Jesus, him and the cheese butter. was all melty and shit. And it was looking delicious. I was like, oh, shit, like, that's a good looking sandwich. He's like, you want half of this? I'm like, sure. And that half a sandwich sent me into fuck. I was like, like, why does this, why does this sandwich smell like the inside of Snoop Dogg's car? Dude, it was so well covered. I didn't, I couldn't taste it. I couldn't do anything. And then I'm like, this motherfucker dosed me. And then like, even related to creatures though, dude, like the creature. It was marijuana. Do you remember how? Do you remember how messed up Jason was at your in your living room in New Jersey when we were taking mushrooms? Allegedly, 
we were talking to him about adrenochrome and the look on his face of pure terror. He's like, the babies and the babies and they're doing what with the faces? And the, No, that's not happening. No. And we immediately had to order sandwiches that had french fries on them. <laughs> yeah, those were delicious sandwiches. We had to calm hey. him down. We rented uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China off your, off your on demand. And we we're like, look, just sit here and eat a sandwich. Watch your favorite movie. Everything's going to be fine. They're not cutting your face off. Just <laughs> I don't remember any of this. It was like they drink how I remember it. Because it was all a legend. <laughs> I remember the sandwich. It was delicious. I also remember us eating shrooms. So, you know, like you just leave out the detail that, that gives all the context. It's not like I'm just some fucking weirdo who stares at the and wall smoking and, blunt, and, drugs. and smoking blunt and eating edibles. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a long day. It was a day. It was we a very long Bay-Mos. day. We were drinking Bamos the whole episode 200. God, you're right. We were fucking drunk too. Dude, the fact that I was still conscious at like 3 2 in the morning or whatever, I, it's a, a miracle that I walked back from the beach by myself without <laughs> having to ride on Chris's piggyback. I thought we did that. You carried me back from the beach. <laughs> you actually might have piggybacked with him. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that was almost the look of terror when we told him about Adrenochrome. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, fellas, this was a great episode. Thank you all for being on it. I had so much fun, bro. Thanks. I hope, um, yeah, I hope, I hope you enjoyed like muting me. <laughs> I thought about it, but I couldn't. Uh, we, I just we're, well aware, we're well aware that we're a lot. When we come yeah. to people's houses, yeah, we kind of are. Got to be respectful, but I mean, like, it's like bringing an outside cat inside. You know, like you can you can hope for the best. Well, listen, if anyone has all three of you on their show at once and is upset by the outcome, that's their fault. Like yeah. they clearly didn't Delvin. know what was going. Delvin wasn't mad. <laughs> no, he wasn't. We all know who was mad. Uh, but it's more just like <laughs> happening. <laughs> I think he was more just like. I brought a. It's like when you bring home a, a, a stray dog and it shits on the ceiling. What do we do? I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, what do you expect? So yeah, no, I I had uh, full knowledge of what was most likely going to happen today, and uh, it went off without a hitch, as far as I'm concerned. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks again for having us, man. Thanks, thanks oh. for having us on, man. We really, really thanks. do appreciate it. Um, I mean, obviously, it's it's always a great time to hang out with you and have a good conversation. And any time that we just get to kind of like sit back and kind of just talk shit and do what we love to do, which is just, you know, talking cosmic shit. And, you know, you, I mean, the more communicate, I mean, not that you don't communicate with us often, but the more uh, that you get in, and anyone who's listening to this will get indoctrinated into the, the creatures like uh ethos like you you'll understand we're just a bunch of fucking old stoners that talk shit <laughs> we we did actually intend to talk about the baron trump being a time traveler thing today and and then did like what didn't he be turned into db cooper i, I missed the he, the did. he turned into db cooper he's actually db cooper and he stole the money as db cooper to give to his father his father's seed money a started- loan of a million dollars so that he can become the president and he left it inside of Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. On the next episode of Dragging the Table. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> next week. <laughs> uh, all right. Where can the folks find you guys? We are Night Creatures on Twitter. 
We are yep. Night Creatures Pod on Instagram, and you can find us all at the Inner Circle Podcast Network. That's innercirclepn.com. Uh, this young man to the bottom left is Jason Almy. He is uh, commonly of the Shit Happens When You Party Naked podcast. The That's man right, yeah. me is Adam Simmons, commonly of the Simmons and More podcast. Myself, I am the real Watsky, commonly or uncommonly of the hashtag No Offense Show. And when all our powers combine, we form some sort of a retarded Captain Planet and we turn into a tiger and we talk about weird shit. And I appreciate you guys. I was going to say thanks for hitting my fucking cue, Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was the fastest I could go. You're the dick wolf. I know. And you're, you're not fighting me for control. I'm driving down the road and you keep jerking the fucking wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I got the uh, hair for it. Deej, thanks for fucking hanging out, dude. Thanks for, Deej. you know, we, we love you. you. And maybe we appreciate you. And maybe that Adam guy. Oh, come on. (laughs) All right, everybody. Seriously, thank you guys for being here. Thank you all for listening and keep dragging.